Welcome to Road to Play Podcast. I am your game master, Kent Blue. We are an actual play podcast where I play tabletop role-playing games with my friends from all over the world. So if you're ready, grab a player sheet, grab some dice, and let's roll to play. back again for more into the world revolt to the machines um let's go around and just introduce ourselves one more time that way everybody stays fresh with who we are and who we're playing because you are playing yourself let's start with diana this time around i'm diana i'm playing diana uh you can find me at modcaster m-a-u-d-c-a-s-t-e-r and then morgan hey i'm morgan um you can find me at on the internets at Serena Bases. It's S-I-R-E-N-A-B-E-S-O-S. And Alex. Alex Tully. You can find me on Twitter as uh, on, um, yeah, sorry, as on Twitter uh, as Alex Tully Lives, and you can find me on Dungeon Not Included as Grauco McGruff. All right. Well, last we left off, uh, the military has shown up, and we're doing a what seemed to be a routine check on this this shopping center, the uh, hub or the Rookwood shopping center that you all have taken up residence in. And they bust through the door of your REI and you all tried to make an escape. Uh, two of you did not do very well and were, um, I don't want to say arrested or detained. You, you, you complied and went back with the military while Alex, as he has proven to do in this, this here game, left you all by yourselves and ran off. Uh, and then some cyborgs showed up. Diana Morgan stole a Humvee and, and were quickly stopped by a pair of cyborgs that just shoulder-checked the truck while the rest of their cyborg team went and have now engaged in a firefight with the military. Alex, you dropped off all the whole foodies and are now back en route to meet up with Morgan and Diana whenever you realize they got uh, they weren't following you anymore. So that's where we're going to pick up. The cyborgs have just now stopped Diana and Morgan's Humvee and Alex, you're, I don't know, maybe 50 yards away and you see that they have trouble. Yeah, I think that I'm going to, um, they were they were stopped by the robot standing in front of them, right? He kind of put his hands on the hood and stopped it when they were driving at him. Is that how we kind of set it up or they ran into him? Yeah, they got a shoulder check. Yeah. Yeah, they shoulder checked our Humvee. Yeah. Uh, is it still Anyone? upright or is it like flipped over? No, the front's crumpled in. Uh, Diana and Morgan are still in it at the moment. They haven't made been able to get their way out yet. They're probably a little shot in shock a little bit because the cyborg. I mean, you know, it's been four months. Cyborg technology yeah. has been greatly improved, so they have built them to withstand getting hit by vehicles now. Apparently. All right, so then my step next step is going to be I'm going to try and drive up and kind of power slide if I can somehow towards them so that I get near their car for them to be able to get in mine, but I don't want – I 100% do not want to touch the robot because we know what happens if you are seen as somebody who's directly interfering with what they're doing. So I want to try and get them without touching them to make that directive go off where they're going to try and hurt me. Yeah. So as you're pulling up, uh, I think, you know, you begin to hear this, all of you hear this firefight just start. You hear a bunch of, a bunch of, you know, assault rifle stuff shooting at these cyborgs and the cyborgs don't really use guns or anything. So, um, I mean, without seeing them, you don't know how they're fighting back, but you've probably seen it enough to realize they're just like barreling down on the military people, you know, to, to do what they do. Um, and the two cyborgs that are in front of the Humvee have, have kind of flanked out to come around to the, each side of the Humvee as, Alex, you're pulling up. So, Diana and Morgan, that's what you all have kind of coming in on you or these two kind of coming around. I mean, they're going to get to your doors pretty quickly. So, if you all just kind of want to talk about, like, the moments after the impact up into, you know, kind of this point in time. I think after the impact, it's just an instant, like, just reaction to get out of the car i don't know if it's gonna 
blow after an impact like that like it's just get out i'm wondering just because we get to get crumpled did like that that i'll just say bagpipes <laughs> did, <laughs> did the air bags, the bagpipes go did the, did the bagpipes blow up like did <laughs> That would actually be amazing if your car crunching bag pipes. <laughs> what is the government? I know there's been like, I know there's been some cuts in the government funding, but come on. Yeah, uh, yeah the Humvees now come with uh, bagpipes that explode out. Let's let's just let me roll a dice here and see. <laughs> you don't drop it's that in Kent. I am sad. <laughs> I'm going to say airbags, but I don't know why I said bagpipes instead. Let's see oh, yeah. if the airbag oh, lights yeah. went off. Uh, a one. I think that means the airbags did go off. Okay. And, you know, there's a record or there's a music store. Somebody you didn't know was there decided to test out their bagpipes. <laughs> <laughs> it's it the military guys. They're creating a distraction. Oh, so, <laughs> so the military guys were just, you know, enjoying their power and just decided to flex it while yeah. going through music stores. <laughs> Oh gosh. Okay. Well, uh, so the airbags went off. Um, obviously, it's gonna be super hard to get through the door. I don't know. I'm. I haven't been in a car wreck that bad, guy. I just knocked on wood. So. Um, yeah, I think I think that would definitely slow down kind of your coming around time. You know, not yeah. that it would knock you out, but it would. You know, that shock of you know. It rattled my cage a lot. Yeah. I think I'm at least going to just try to unbuckle and maybe try to get away from the airbags themselves, start climbing into the back seat. Okay. And, and maybe try to go through the back seat doors. Yeah, because I think being hit from the front, the front door is probably going to give you a little trouble getting open. So maybe trying to get out the back would be, be quicker. Yeah. Okay. So that's what I'm going to do. Okay. Okay. Thing is probably faster on the draw than I am, but like... <laughs> My aim is to just get the fuck out of this car. <laughs> well, I think that without a roll, you all can kind of work your way back further and kind of try to get to the second set of doors to get out. Um, mm -hmm. Alex, I think it's about this point where you're sliding up. Uh, so what's your goal once you get up there? Uh, you see, I mean, you could see in, you could see that they are working their way towards the back, you know, and you see the full state of the Humvee that, the front end has crashed in and, and you know looks to probably have affected the doors where they won't just open easily and you got these two cyborgs kind of going around each side um so i've back i'm gonna say that i've backed my car towards the back ish ends where they are and i'm gonna hop out and um i'm gonna hope i'm gonna i mean i don't know if you want to roll for this but i'm gonna hope there's some sort of uh either combination uh crowbar or um that might be connected to um either the like oh, what's the word i'm looking for the thing to take the the nuts off your car for when you're trying to change your tire tire iron um, yeah thank you the tire iron that sometimes they have ones that have like the the flatter end i'm hoping for something like that maybe i can pry part of the car door open but i don't know with this flatbed would be the way we've been driving if anything's still involved in, in this thing well you give me a d6 roll high uh, you got a car that they still have that in and low you got a car that they took it out for whatever purposes all right uh well, let's get one that lands on the table six is that good or bad i forget <laughs> That's good. Yep. Good. Okay. Yeah. So I, uh, I have that. Um, and I'm going to try and, uh, get to one of the spaces where either smash a window so they can climb out, but we're trying pry part of the door near where they are before they get like, you know, uh, physically assaulted by these people. Okay. So yeah, you've got your tire iron and you are running up towards them as they, uh, I think, I think the, cyborgs get to the vehicle and each of them i mean they're kind of moving in sync with each other uh and they grab the front doors and just rip the doors off and fling them back behind and kind of they both lean into the vehicle uh and one of them will say this one has black hair looks at both of you on the back and and speaks and says and it says halt are you loyal to the enhanced is it to me or to them to them okay yeah, you're still kind of running up on this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when it says halt, 
there says, are you loyal to the enhanced? What's the objective of the enhanced? And it just says, halt. Are you loyal to the enhanced? I look I, at Morgan and Alex and say, fuck. I want to say, lo siento, no habla inglés. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, it asks the same question back to you. Uh, in, in it's Spanish. Spanish. Oh, so good. <laughs> <laughs> that was a nice try. I like that. That was good. It's I'm proud of you, Morgan. I'm proud yeah. of you. It's, it's so when people try to talk to me, like I don't know, like when I get like bombarded by people's unwanted contact, I'm like, lo siento. Uh, mm-hmm. And then I'm like wearing like some sort of like random like English band shirt, and they're like, but I'm like, lo siento, and I just walk away. <laughs> <laughs> sure works. I only know the Spanish that my mother yells at me. Mm. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Um, so yeah, uh, it, it is asked you in multiple languages now. Because <laughs> I'm just staring at it. Probably. Are you loyal to the enhanced? Sure, why not? Yes. Okay, then it says, uh, please, please um, evacuate your vehicle and move to safety. Oh, which oh. direction are they pointing to safety? What do they consider safety? Uh, away from the firefight. Okay, that's fair. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> that's, that's accurate. Yeah. I think we can all agree with that. Mm-hmm. I think if that's what's happening, I think I see everybody, see this happening and kind of slow my run a bit. And it's like I'm running over with a tire iron and then I kind of slow and chill a bit. Like, oh, I'm with them. And, <laughs> and as it hears you coming up uh, after it exits from the vehicle, it turns around and says, Halt, are you loyal to the enhanced? I, uh, I, I nod at you. I just, I nod also. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh, of course. Love the enhanced. Big enhanced fan. Uh, okay, yeah. So do you head off to safety? I mean, they didn't indicate a specific area. They just kind of said go that way. Do you all go as a group? Oh, yeah. I'm definitely not... staying with the group. Yeah. Okay. Well, then they head over and join, which you all will say you kind of head towards this Interact for Health building, Fidelity Investments. And the cyborgs go past the Humvee and are going to join the firefight with the military. So what y'all's plan now? How how are we going to get away, y'all? I mean, part of me is of the mindset that we are humans, and therefore if the military wins, yay us for having flesh and being of that kind of species and if we lose to these robots we're loyal to them so part of me says i don't know if we can physically make a difference or if we can get away so maybe we just kind of ride this out we could just leave i try i mean they are allowing us to leave so somebody or all of you, if you want, give me a brains, whatever the brains is. I don't have my character sheet out. What is uh, logic or brains yeah, give me give me a logic roll. Uh, all of you can, or uh, there's no no negative dice here. So just one die to this for everybody. And then anything you have that would be like logical thinking, if you have something oh, that you know. Yeah. Handle myself in this crisis. Yeah, handle myself in a bad situation. Creative yeah. solutions? Yes. <laughs> yeah, oh, definitely, definitely. Yes. Um, I, uh, nope. Because we want to get, I, I'm sorry, I always screw up. Tie or get under. Is, right. You want to tie get get under. under. And we're yes. not going to suffer stress for this one. So if you, I mean, you, this is stress free. Yes. Either you. I tied. Yes. Okay. I, I got went over. Both, both of mine got under. Okay. Mine, so. Mine Diana, you realize at first that um, these cyborgs told you to go to safety, uh, which means they probably want your bodies to remain intact. If you're loyal to them, uh, they probably will be looking to enhance you. So, yeah, just uh, you all kind of come to that realization uh, because if if they didn't want to enhance you, they wouldn't care if you got, you know. Maimed. Yeah, maimed and, you know, so they want you away from the firefight and safe so they can come back and collect you later. Cool, 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 cool. So they're saving us for later. I don't know if that's good that's or bad. Too, just That's why I said, it's just, not, let's just leave. Okay, but what about the army 
people. They they have guns. They know how to take care of themselves. Yes, but they could also use the guns against us. And if anything, the guns have proven to that would probably be way more effective against us than them. We've we've seen these things take bullets. So yeah. I, I haven't. I don't know about you. I haven't tried taking a bullet, um, but I know I've, I'm pretty sure that I couldn't handle it. Which you also do have the Whole Foods group. Um, oh shoot, where are they? They are down well, they're over in, in the big bookstore. Okay, by the bookstore, which is on our other map, not this zoomed-in one. We can start making our way over to them, see what they're doing, find out if they're loyal. I, for one, respect and love our new robot overlords and think that we should see if they're... <laughs> no, I think Morgan just uh, smells like, I don't. No. The problem is, if we try to go find them, we're going to give up their location. It's true. So we're putting them at risk. I mean, the good thing is, is the firefight is happening on the other side of these buildings. So the, the other if thing we're going to go, we got to go now. I would say the other thing, too, is when the when we were just in this car chase and mm-hmm. so on, the vehicle they stopped was yours, not mine. And mine had the extra people. So if they were looking for a particular person in my vehicle, I feel like mine would have been the one that stopped. We're so also driving a military Humvee. So it's true. Mm. These are details. Yeah, I'm I just don't. Saying. I don't know. If, yeah, no. I'm just. I'm just in the. I'm not 100 percent convinced that they're looking for anybody in particular from mm-hmm. the Whole Foods group, and I okay. think that we could probably sneak over there without necessarily putting any of them any more at risk than we already are. All right, then let's go. Okay, let, let's do it. Okay, so y'all start backtracking your way to go on the backside of these buildings uh, to mm-hmm. put, you know, one to be away from the firefight and two to be undercover where the cyborgs can't see you uh so yeah you're working your way back through there um i imagine you are going somewhat slowly i mean kind of sneakily stealthily right mm-hmm. okay so yeah you're kind of creeping along maybe under the canopy or something of the storefronts and as you're going you um it's as you're making your way down probably to around like the tj maxx area uh out from the TJ Maxx, uh, actually inside the TJ Maxx, you could you can hear somebody uh, kind of crashing around in there. I uh, I say we investigate just in case it's another survivor that we can try and we're trying to wrangle people to get them out of here to safety. I think it's worth investigating. I mean, if it's a robot, would you say we're loyal? Okay. All right. Okay. So yeah, y'all y'all look through the big glass front and. Um, you see bus kind of out of the back, you know, you, you see this sergeant that you met earlier, Sergeant RJ Carla, uh, as, is wounded is like holding their shoulder. I mean, they've got blood kind of on their face. Uh, you know, they've been on the bad side of this fight out there, but, um, they're definitely mobile and moving and you can see them like talking into their radio, yelling something into their radio. You can't quite hear it yet, but you see them distressed in there and, yelling something into the radio i guess they're you coming through the back ways to hide hide over here now from the fight well that means the fight's starting to spill this direction which is not what we were hoping for right because we were trying to head further down and if they're going to keep coming here that means it's going to keep coming forward so as as sergeant carla begins moving through this you you start to hear what they're yelling and it it sounds kind of like Deploy, 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 damn it, deploy. Deploy what? I say that. Deploy what? I say that into the store. Deploy what? Okay, so you open the door and yell. Yeah, just walk in. Deploy what? What are you what do you have that can stop these things? I duck down behind a counter. <laughs> mm-hmm. So uh, Sergeant Carla kind of turns and sees you and yells, deploy one more time into the radio and then, you know, stuffs it back onto their, uh, onto the side of their pants, wherever the radio holder is. Mm -hmm. Um, Yep. Yep. That's what it is. Uh, Radio holder thing on the side, you know? Yeah. The radio harness. That's the term for it. The radio holster. <laughs> his fanny pack. <laughs> his military, military grade fanny his, pack. His, his uh, bat belt. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, it says the deploying. We've developed a weapon that 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 we think will work, and and then and if we ever 
oh god and grabs his shoulder and blood is just you know kind of pouring out of his head a little bit it says it's just it's if we're ever in a firefight it's just it's it, it's kind of a last resort tactic that that we're we're testing out it's had some success and then they kind of collapse down onto one knee as you know they're just losing blood out of their head all right i think i think that's i like i peek over because i'm seeing things and it's not hostile so and i see that they're bleeding i'm like and i start like grabbing a shirt and i'm just going over to them to like help patch up because i'm first aid certified there you go (laughs) bringing the skills Yeah, the, um, as you as you get to him, he's uh, he's got just kind of a gash across his head. Where, I mean, it looks like he probably slipped and fell and and, and hit something like running away from a cyborg or something. It doesn't look like he was like pounded in the head by anything, but maybe just fell over while trying to gash. get away. Yeah, like clearly. I mean, so just, I'm putting a random shirt like against his head and like tell him like to hold still, like hold it there for a bit. Yeah. While we're figuring things out, and I'm I'm starting to dig through my bag for like bandages and stuff like that or actually no we're gonna tj mask i'm gonna start like tearing sleeves off and tearing strips of shirts off yeah <laughs> i'm saving our supplies for later you take a <laughs> yeah, fubu really. shirt off a rack <laughs> a knockoff fubu shirt <laughs> oh, a real fubu shirt uh fubu. bar shirt i don't know what that is <laughs> oh fubu was a design back no i know i know i was okay. doing a knockoff a knockoff fubu fubar <laughs> i mean you're not wrong <laughs> So yeah, um, and, I mean, you still—I mean, you still hear this firefight going, but it's obviously through a couple buildings and on the other side. You know, you hear that going on, but it, at least for the moment, it doesn't seem like anybody's following Sergeant R.J. Carla through the building. Um, it seems like his job is definitely to, to radio, you know, to, to to take care of the radio, and you know, um, be talked into letting people who've been detained escape. You know, leaving them by themselves. So what are we doing? We hanging out at the TJ Maxx uh, for a moment, letting I'm patching Carla. up. I'm patching up Sergeant Carla and yeah. um, basically be like, um, I guess asking him while I'm doing this, like, how, I, I mean, you probably, you military folk have like surveillance and all that jazz, but how did y'all know to come to this shopping center? Uh, well, we do rounds throughout the city, uh, mainly looking for survivors and looking for cyborg, uh, I guess, nests. Uh, not, that's not the right word for it, but uh, just groups of cyborgs to try to mark their position or if it's just a few of them to, to take them out. Um, we, can, we can handle one or two, you know, but more than that, and we, we, we tend to avoid them and, and and regroup for a bigger bigger assault but uh this was just we were on this one and somebody thought they saw somebody in one of these buildings so we stopped to look close take a closer look and if there was nobody we were just going to see what kind of provisions we could maybe get but i mean it was just i mean random and i don't know the cyborgs probably i don't know probably showed up because we were here uh we see that a lot you know I'm gonna make sure that it's just the head gash and like no other bleeding and make sure that the blood's out of his eyes and whatnot. Yeah, is the main main injury, the bleeding one is definitely just a gash on the head. I mean it's other you know, he's been beaten up a little bit, contusions from falling over and escaping, but other than that he is pretty good shape. Yeah. And then I'm gonna take some hand sanitizer and just like wash my hands. Mm. <laughs> ah, hand sanitizer. <laughs> If, if, if we're all in quarantine, go wash your hands. If not, go I'll wash edit, okay, I'll edit that can't. part out. <laughs> <laughs> For listeners, if we're out of this, well, no, it's still good. Wash your hands. Anyways, uh, yeah, so what about you other two? What are you up to? I'm keeping an eye on the window, like seeing what's going on outside the TJ Maxx. Okay. Yeah, um, I'm gonna probably do. I'll probably go with you. Actually, I think that if if Morgan's taking care of this person, I think that that's the next step is to scope out our area and look for area. Any like, what's our next step? Where are we going yeah, next? Like, what what do we do? Yeah, I mean, on this side, it's clear. Um, you can't quite see the bookstore well enough to see anybody from the Whole Foods group. I mean, you can see it, but you can't see. I mean, it's still a little bit of a distance away. Yeah. Yeah. 
but there's no military presence or cyborg or cyborg presence on this side at the moment. I mean, it looks, um, it looks I pretty think, clear. No, I know we just had this whole thing where I abandoned you like 10 minutes ago before this thing happened, but would it be worth you staying here yeah, you with jerk. Me? <laughs> <laughs> Would it be worth you staying here with Morgan and uh, Sergeant Carla and I'll go over and intercept the Whole Foods group and find out what's going on over there? Uh, I I I think we should stick together. Okay. I, I yeah, think please, the service needs to stay together. That's that's why I asked. <laughs> Thank you. I I appreciate that. Yeah. So Sergeant Carla says, um, listen, they're gonna. I mean, I've seen this enough. They're gonna get the better of us before long. So we'll wanna we will wanna move out of here and try to regroup. Uh, I mean, if you have that other group of folks and try to get to a military checkpoint. There's one about a mile from here uh, to the east. Um, I mean, I think that's our best play because the cyborgs that they're going to, I mean, they, they know we're here. They're going to, they're going to dispatch any military that's here. And then they're going to try to round you all up to take you to one of their enhancement centers is what's going to happen. I, I quickly start grabbing clothes for Sergeant Carla and throwing them at him. So he can change out his military. Change it to the civvies. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he says, "Well, um, yeah, that's a that's a great idea, actually." Um, and and like start begins changing, starts stripping off and changing, and getting into civilian clothes. Where where can we go where we won't where they're not going to find it? Look, they're not going to try and take us for enhancement. Uh, I wish I had that answer. Um, I mean, we're fighting back as well as we can, and we are developing new weapons and new strategies every day. But yeah, I mean, can you actually I, tell us a little bit more about what's this weapon that has been working? To, the the deploy one is that harmful to humans as well as them? Like, are we in harm's way by it being set off? Um, no, we should be okay. Uh, I wouldn't worry too much about that. Um, actually, I mean, it's only it hasn't been tested in this area. It's been tested in other areas, but. It seems like, I mean, I, we should be fine. It's not like something we have to worry about. Um, but if my message got through, I mean, we're all going to find out here shortly. Okay, well, it looks like I've stopped some of the bleeding for now. You're dressed, you're changed. I guess you can leave. I'm going to just start taking this military uniform and just shoving it in my backpack. Okay. <laughs> Good call. Just in case Never he needs like his his stuff mm -hmm. he says that oh go yeah. ahead and but i'm allowing him to like at least keep his like his bat belt and like his gun and stuff because i don't want that yeah yeah i mean he probably wouldn't want to give up his his weapons either oh so valid. true true yeah. true so uh he's he says well a lot of these buildings connect to each other, so we could probably work our way through the buildings until we get where where's the other group? Where'd you drop them at? Bookstore. Okay, yeah, we could probably and he walks over and looks and y'all indicate the bookstore. Uh, and he says, Yeah, we can probably work through a lot of these buildings and get closer and then just I don't know, make a mad dash across the parking lot uh, to get to them. Um, I mean, hopefully the okay. firefight you know hopefully we'll have cover at least for a few more minutes sounds good all right let's do it okay all right so you all start working your way through these these next couple buildings uh you you know you go out the back and where you're in a small alleyway that kind of goes you know where people can bring the trash out and take it to mm -hmm. the ends of the building to, to empty the trash and you start you go out I'm into the next building, which is a shoe carnival. So if you need any new shoes, uh, go shopping. Good. My kicks are, are good. Okay. They don't carry shoes in my size, so I don't bother. <laughs> my feet are too wide and too short for men's that, like, I don't care. Mm. I'm probably wearing some sort of trail runners from REI anyway. Yeah, I think I think uh, Sergeant Carla probably changes out whatever shoes were in the TJ Maxx for some running shoes or something a little lighter. Um, I kept his boots just in yeah. case. Yeah. Uh, okay, so y'all work through the shoe carnival, uh, head out the back, head into the next one, which is Steinmark. Uh, 
don't know what that is. Some sort of, I don't know. It's a, like um, a department store. Yeah. Okay. It's like a, I, it reminds me of a Bell's. Like just, yeah. it just uh, AKA like a Bell's just, or like a Dillard's. Like an older lady store. That's just, I don't know. It, that's what I feel I get. It is an old lady store. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, if you need anything from the old lady store, uh, <laughs> now's your time. I mean, we can still perfume bottles and use it as like, Nick, or if you need a tie for a job interview, there you go. They have a large section for Mother's Day right now on their website. There's probably lots of stuff in there for. Uh, yeah, I'm looking. I got. I see. I see lots of beauty, like fragrancey stuff. So yeah, I guess there's probably something there. They do furniture. Yeah, some of them do. Yeah. Well, I think uh, as you're going through the Stad Mart, uh, you do you all notice that the firefight is definitely slowing down. At least the military side of it, uh, you know, the shots are fewer. I mean, still are fewer between, or yeah, fewer and far between, or whatever. I don't know, whatever the saying is. There, there's not as many shots going on right now. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's it, it. Felt right in my brain, not in my mouth though. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, uh, but yeah, the shots are less, uh, and and you know, uh, Sergeant. I want to say Agent Carla. It's Sergeant Carla, not a cyborg. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sergeant Carla uh, just kind of sighs real big and says, "Yeah, that's that's about how it usually goes." Uh, I mean, it's just kind of, you know, real sad for a moment. I mean, that's his, this, the squad that he's been running with for, you know, probably since this started. And he's probably just had a lot of his friends were, you know, eliminated. So he's just taking a moment and rega- re- re- regrouping, uh, regathering himself before moving on. I basically just give him a gentle, like, arm rub and just be like, I'm sorry. He says, well, you know, you have an idea of what you signed up for when you join, but... It's still hard. Yeah. And you didn't expect this. None of us did, so... Nope. Realizing you're on a losing fight, uh, you know, gets tough. Yeah. He kind of clears his throat and looks out the front and says, um... So I think here is as good a place as any is for us to, I mean, I think we should try to stick between cars as much as we can, you know, and just keep a low profile as we make our, as we get across, but we need to move as quick as we can too. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, Since I'm not currently armed, I don't believe, uh, based on what I said before, I'm on the Steinmart website. I'm going to walk by and grab one of the Farberware Edgekeeper six-piece chef knife sets. I thought you had the uh, tire iron. Oh, I do have the tire iron as well. I'm also going to take a chef's knife with um, a it has like a sleeve that's also a sharpener and just stick that in my back pocket. You never know. Yeah. It's fair. Better to have and not need. Yeah. I also just spend a lot of time on the Steinmark website. I'm like, I need to walk away with something here. I'm going to have this in my Google search history. All right, so you all all go up to the front, um, and Agent Carla, or Agent, there it is. Sergeant Carla looks out, and he kind of checks both ways and kind of gives the it's all clear motion with, with hand and, you know, motions you all out. I mean, he's he's going to bring up the rear and starts heading out as you all, I mean, do you all head out? Yeah. Yeah. So you all head out to the kind of the first row of cars to get to take cover. And you all do, you make it to the, to the first set of cars and start working your way through. And I mean, it's at this point, you've noticed there is no more gunfire at all. Um, so that business is wrapped up on the front side. The, the it's assumed the cyborgs have, you know, it shut that shut the military down on that side. And, Carla turns around and says, okay, we really have to move quick now because they are going to be looking for us to take us to, I mean, to their enhancement facility. Let's go. Okay, so you all continue to work your way through, and as you make it about halfway across, uh, you hear the glass behind you shatter uh, in the Steinmart, and you see 
all five of the cyborgs are standing there, have have bust through the glass and are making their way out. Um, they look at each of you and remember that, you know, one that you said you were loyal. And so they kind of all focus in on Sergeant Carla and one steps forward and says, halt. Are you Same. loyal, loyal to the enhanced? I tell him to say that he's loyal. And Sergeant Carla says, uh, yes, I'm, I'm loyal to the enhanced. And so the agents begin walking over and they said, and they get to you all. If you're just still staying there. I mean, if you want to run by all means, but if you're not, I think, I think we're kind of frozen there. Mm-hmm. But outrunning a cyborg ain't, ain't, ain't happening anymore. No, no, it's not something that we can handle. No, we've tried and failed many miserably. Times. Yeah. <laughs> so they make their way over to you, and the one that's been doing all the speaking says, uh, "We will now take you to our enhancement facility. Uh, if you would please follow with us, uh, we and we will make our way there." And they kind of form, you know, kind of fall. The others kind of fall in behind you. Mm. Boy, deploy, deploy. <laughs> and then they notice Sergeant Carla's gun, and they stand and say, "And they say, uh, the, a weapon identified. Please take your weapon out of the holster and lay it on the ground." And Sergeant Carla turns and kind of looks at you all, and then puts his hand on the gun, uh, which all the cyborgs kind of tense up in this moment of seeing I also tense up. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, I'm definitely tense. Diana's is not not a big gun fan here. Yeah, no. Mm-hmm. Uh and Sergeant Collar begins to to take the gun out. Uh and it looks like I mean and begins to like you know he's doing everything slowly. He doesn't want his actions mistaken. And the cyborg repeats, please place your weapon on the ground. And at this point, everyone starts to hear the sounds of a helicopter coming in. And Sergeant Carla hears it as well. And you all see his, I mean, his ears kind of perk up. And he's just slowly putting this gun down and mm-hmm. lays on the ground and then stands up slowly. And all the cyborgs turn and look in the direction. I mean, as one, they all turn and look in the direction and of where this helicopter sound is coming from. I also look at where this helicopter is yeah, coming I, from. Yeah, no. I, just, uh, I mean, part of me is also, if they're distracted on the helicopter, I'm starting to slink away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, okay. So I'm tapping uh, them on the, I'm tapping Morgan Dan on the shoulders and then starting to slink away while they're distracted. That tracks. I, that tracks. You again. <laughs> I'm definitely looking at where this uh, helicopter is, though. I'm also okay. gra- I'm grabbing um, Sergeant Carla by the arm and just trying to pull him away as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and all the cyborgs kind of step away into a line uh, and are watching as this helicopter actually comes over the bookstore. Uh, Sergeant Carla reaches out and grabs his weapon and puts it back in his holster. Uh, actually, he probably keeps it out. Uh, as you all back away and this helicopter flies over and it's it's a few hundred feet up in the air but it just flies past and you all see something drop out of it that's that's probably not good i take off running towards the bookstore yeah i join you i look at sergeant carla what's his expression like at this point when he that thing drops so he (laughs) is he is um, excited. No, he's not excited. He, I mean, it's 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 part of relief that, uh, I mean, you can assume his message got through and whatever was to be deployed has been deployed. Uh, there is a little bit, uh, I mean, a little bit of excitement uh, because he's going to see this thing in action, uh, which is going to make sense in a moment to you all. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, he's mo- ma- a lot of relief and a lot of excitement. And then he's kind of, ushering y'all he's like we need to get out of this area immediately okay if he's if he's ushering us and i'm like i'm running as well okay because he's he knows what the what the hell's going yeah, on he, he called us in <laughs> yeah i'm with you <laughs> and if he was like oh no we're gonna stay i'm like all right cool we're staying but he's like no go i'm like oh, oh yeah we're going mm-hmm. yep this is the thing that's happening 
Yeah. So about the time you all break to take off towards the bookstore, this this thing that that came out of this helicopter slams down on the ground about 20 feet behind you all. And the cyborgs have turned to watch it. And this thing hits the ground. And all of you who are looking, uh, if you are, see this 10-foot robot has been airdropped into the area. And it I mean, it looks it looks kind of like a Terminator does, you know, uh, but, you know, enough, not enough that they it's copyright infringement or anything. <laughs> oh, man, I thought we were going to get the Iron Giant. It made my, it I made thought we were going to Gundams in here. What the hell? <laughs> so, yeah, you, this, this 10-foot tall robot lands, and, um, I mean, it big rifle uh, as part of, I mean, like it looks like it's left arm is just this big rifle. It's got kind of a, a, a face that looks like a skull almost. Uh, mm-hmm. It's got, I mean, it's just, it's 10 foot tall. It's all metal. It doesn't have like any kind of, it's not like a cyborg where it has any skin or anything. Like mm-hmm. it's not being hidden or to look like anything other than what it is. And that's a giant ass robot with a big ass gun on its hand. Uh, so, and it hits the ground and it kind of, I mean, it's kind of scrunched up. And so it kind of extends to its full height of about 10 feet. And then it aims its big ass left arm cannon at a cyborg and just fires a shot off. And you see this, the cyborg's head just get vaporized. Nice. (laughs) Vaporized head's always good. And then it starts to turn as the other four cyborgs begin to close in on it. I mean, they all jump towards it and are, I mean, cyborgs, like we established, don't have guns. So they are just, they're just punching and trying to restrain this thing. And it's, I mean, it, this thing is huge and, and it's turning and throwing them away, throwing them off and shooting at others. Uh, the cyborgs are, are dodging some shots. Some of them are hitting them. Uh, this thing has like a secondary weapon that's more like a normal gun, you know, for, not necessarily destroying cyborgs, but, you know, to shoot into them to kind of keep them back, you know, to gain distance. And so there's this big kind of firefight happening uh, behind you all as you all run away from it. This, this robot is just, I mean, it's just, it's putting up a fight and it's, it's dispatching these cyborgs relatively, not, not quickly, but, you know, it is dispatching them, you know, within probably by the time you all get near the bookstore, it's already got rid of two of them. Go robot. Good robot. I'm glad it's on our team. Or at least it appears to be on our Sounds team. Sounds like you're speaking too soon, Alex. <laughs> well, it was brought in by the helicopter. I assume this is what was being deployed. I actually said to the uh to Sergeant Carlos, like, is that what was that what you were deploying? Uh and Sergeant Carlos says, Yeah, that's uh that's that's the Gladius MK robot. Um uh, they yeah, Cybertech developed them after the after they tried everything else to Stop the cyborgs and you are all kind of huddled down behind some cars. Um, and he's just kind of telling you this before you make your next run towards the towards the bookstore. He says they developed them as it's really been the only thing they've done that has worked since they put us all in this mess. I hope you have many more. Well, we're trying. Uh, I, I know that, that they have facilities uh, that cyborgs are raiding facilities all the time that are building these things and, and stopping production, but we're just trying to stay ahead of it, you know, at this point. So we can, I mean, if we can get a good production going and maybe, maybe fight back and end this thing. Well, it seems like a good start. Yeah. Um, if it's clear, I, we, I think we start booking it over the bookshop if they're, while they're distracted. Using cars to cover as if there's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just slink between them, make our way down. Yeah, so you all you definitely make your way over there, uh, and I mean you stay low. So any any errant shots, which there aren't many, it's a robot. It's designed. It's doing what it's designed for. If it's taking a shot, it's most likely hitting or just. I mean, it, it you know it's not going to fire off in just random random direction. So you all keep low and stay out of any real harm, and you make it. Uh, you make it up to the bookstore. You make it up to the front of it. Uh, we head inside. I'm heading inside and trying to find that bucket glue we talked about <laughs> a while back. Head inside and try and get some sh- cover. It's in the children's department. <laughs> in the children's section. That's where the bucket glues are. Yeah, we head to the we we recon- we say to the bucket glue and head there to rally up and figure out what our next step is. 
Uh, you get there and the rest of the Whole Food folks are there. They are, this is a big book igloo. They are in the book igloo. Um, and they, I mean, they're very happy to see you, whenever you all show up and they, they, they ask you kind of what was happening out there. They heard, you know, they had gunfire and then they heard big, you know, what sound like cannon fire almost. And, you know, just all kinds of just battle noises. So, you know, they're asking you all what happened out there and making sure everybody's okay and asking about Sergeant Carla. This is Sergeant Carla. He's going to be with us now. So they ask, oh, so what's the plan? What are we, what are we going to do? We, 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 we can't well, stay can here. We, we asked Carla. Carla called in the robot and he, he's the one who got this thing deployed. I think we follow him and his next step. So Sergeant Carla, what do you recommend next? So Sergeant Carla says, well, the Gladius is going to do its thing out there and hopefully I mean, either it'll it'll destroy all the cyborgs or they will retreat. Either way, that should give us an opening to get to a Humvee and get over to one of our one of our military stations and get you all safe and you know hopefully keep you away from harm. That's just kind of what we're doing. Mm-hmm. All so right. We, should we wait out here or should we get going now? Uh, yeah, I think I think we're safe here. Uh, we can just kind of watch out, and uh, when the Gladius is done out there, it'll return to base on its own. Uh, that's the great thing about it. We don't need to pick it back up or put put ourselves back in a hot zone potentially. So, once we see it leave the area, we should be good to go. So we can just hang out here until then. Okay. So you all hang this out. Thing got a co- this thing's got. Co- <laughs> Does this place have a coffee shop? I start walking over to see if I can't find some like place to make some tea or something like that. And we still yeah. have running water, right? And and electricity and whatnot in the buildings. Yeah, yeah. I think I think we said there's still power. You know that there's still power running to most everything. I'm gonna start taking Sergeant Carla to one of the bathrooms so I can actually clean the wound. Okay. Oh, well, good call. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Didn't even think of that. I'm, I'm then... gonna get my caffeine fix. <laughs> Priorities for different people. <laughs> yeah, I just want to actually clean the wound now since I just patched up last time. So now I'm actually able to like clean it, at least with some soap and water. And I'll use some of our materials and give them like a decent bandage because I think the other ones are just gross and blood soaked. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so there might even that. be there might even be another first aid kit in an office in here. Just like I think a lot of buildings are required to have something in case of an emergency, right? So oh yeah, there you know, should be like restock if there's like a one of the like a white box. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you find some gauze and you know some um, disinfectant or whatever triple antibiotic or whatever, uh, and get Sergeant Carla patched up and feeling a lot better. Get some aspirin or whatever in them um and alex um well diana what are you doing um i have gone to sit down and let's say like the biography section and like have some feelings okay yeah so alex as you're um looking for the coffee shop uh you do eventually find it you know i mean it's easy to find and the tv is on there uh mm-hmm. and which is i mean it's really just kind of a scroll at the bottom you know sure kind of and it's a, but the books are you're not they're gonna want the volume up super loud anyway like it's probably just the you know muted with the scroll you're right yeah and it's just kind of emergency broadcast and it's just kind of running a message that's saying this i mean you've seen it before anywhere else you've stopped is you know stay indoors report to the nearest military facility or you know giving you instructions on how to stay safe you know yeah all that it's running that um as you make your coffee uh and coffee or tea for whoever wanted some yeah i'm, I'm thinking just for since if there's anything like i'm gonna i'm I mean, i've never been in one of his brand books or is i'm gonna assume it's kind of got a coffee shop kind of like how like a barnes and noble has like a starbucks in it so i'm gonna sure. grab whatever to go mugs are on the wall and just fill them with like black coffee or or just yell out who wants coffee wants tea and just put stuff in it so that we have something for the move um, I don't know what, how long we're going to be going and whether we're going to be going through the night, but I think to go caffeine isn't the end of the world. So, yeah. 
I keep saying that without realizing it. And then, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Okay. So hot water, hot water with whatever hot li- caffeinated liquid people want will be in there. Uh, so we're about to wrap this up. Anybody wants to anybody, if anybody has anything they want to do before, you know, nope. I think I'm going to, once, um, I finish patching up the sergeant, I'm going to have a, de- a good cry in the bathroom. Okay. Yeah. So as you're pouring drinks, you're kind of filling up your last cup and everything. And you just, you turn, you go to turn around, you, you notice that the TV actually has something else on it. You see a news broadcaster just sitting alone at a desk. Uh, there, I mean, their shirt. I mean, his shirt is kind of unbuttoned. His ties loose, uh, and he just has this this forlorn look on his face. But the TV's muted, so you can definitely see he's talking. But you know, to hear anything, you're gonna have to unmute that TV. Yeah, I'm gonna can I roll to see if there's a remote near me? Sure. I remote back there. Sure. I got a six. Yeah, I got a six. Okay. Yeah, you find the remote underneath the the counter there, and thumb that mute button and unmute it and you kind of catch it in mid mid sentence and he says it um we haven't confirmed anything yet but the sources that we're hearing this from seems uh is reliable and it seems that uh nuclear facility nuclear weapons are launching around the world at this time oh that's it for this episode thanks for listening Visit Roll2PlayPodcast.com for more information. R-O-L-L-2PlayPodcast.com Like us over on Facebook at Roll2PlayPodcast. Follow us on Twitter at Roll2PlayPod. Have a question or comment? Email us at Roll2PlayPodcast at gmail.com. If you want to play with a game with us, just hit us up on any of our social media and let us know. And lastly, our music is the intro track from the Spellbreaker EP by Tritachion. Visit soundcloud.com slash try tachyon.